Hi there, you are listening to the Simp Investing Podcast, where we discuss everything and anything finance or business related. Simp stands for Simplified, Integrity, Meaning, and Prudence. And you can find us on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And also don't forget to give us a follow on Instagram at Simp Investing. So just a disclaimer before we officially begin, we would like to put out that the information and content discussed does not constitute financial advice and serve for educational or entertainment purposes only. Hi everybody, uh, welcome to the episode. This episode, we're going to be talking about our thoughts on NFTs, non-fungible tokens. Okay, so uh, another disclaimer that I'll put out to you. Okay, don't sue us guys. <laughs> don't sue me bro okay we we are not nft experts and for you guys who are listening who are nft experts please don't get get offended to what we say this podcast is for fun okay <laughs> we're here to yeah. f around and talk fun okay so uh don't sue us and don't hate on us dude like yeah okay it's not that serious okay so let's talk about nfts branson uh so everybody knows uh non-fungible tokens so it has been very very popular in the hot the hot trend basically throughout 2021 i see a lot of my friends as well, they change their social media, their profile pages, their pictures, right, to NFTs and stuff like that. I think Elon Musk even put uh, an NFT as his uh, um, profile pic and then he just screenshotted it. <laughs> There's a controversy the there. There's a controversy there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I, I think that the only reason why uh, there's like hype within the community and stuff is like they are the big name guys, their whales, their celebrities, influencers, right, getting into the trend. Right, by purchasing or creating their own projects. So for example, celebrities like uh, Post Malone, Jimmy Fallon, Eminem, Logan Paul, Neymar, right? Very big names in entertainment, sports, business, etc. Uh, they are buying this stuff and putting it as their profile pictures as well as uh, the companies are coming into, right? So I think Adidas launched their own NFT collection. Uh, Visa yep. themselves, they bought uh, CryptoPunk, for example, uh, for 150K USD in August, 2021. And uh, Gary V, I think he launched his own V Friends, his entire v NFT Friends. projects and stuff. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> there's a lot of hype around this topic and stuff. So I mean, Branson, do you do you do you own an NFT? I know you do, right? <laughs> I own one that uh, at a very very high cost of hundred sixty nine dollars <laughs> for 169? the NFT I bought. Hundred sixty nine USD, I think, for the NFT okay. I bought. <laughs> zero point at the time it was like zero point zero five Ethereum. So uh. I'm not sure it's a, it's a very popular project, but I think in the local community in Singapore, it should be quite well known. It's called the Undead Pesto Club. Right? So, Undead uh, Pesto Club. Yeah. yeah. So why I bought it is because partly because I like how the bought it and the uh, Mutant Ape look, but I can't afford it. So I buy the cheap knockoff. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it looks quite like the monkey. It's, it, it, is, it is part of the monkey hype thing, the family thing. But uh. This is not an official, like, uh, I think Yuga Labs project. So Yuga Labs are the ones who made, like, the, uh, sorry, the uh, Body Yard Clubs and the Milton 8 Yard Club. And recently, the Other Side, uh, Other Side project, which is, I think, uh, it's supposed to be like a, like a sandbox for the Bot Apes. So you can go inside and chew or something like that. I have no idea. But uh, I bought a deriv- derivative of one of the, so, so the owner of the Undead Pastel Club, it's actually owned by one of the owners of, a, I think, a mutant ape or a bot yep. ape. Then they create the entire project based on the... They call it the derivative of uh, the bot ape, but it's not an official one. So I just bought it just because I like the 
I'm here for the art, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Okay, I like the art. That's what, that's what people yeah, say. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to ask you how you actually bought it. Uh, but we go through some of the content first. So, yep. uh, NFTs, some of them are, I think, I don't know, cheap. <laughs> some of them are very, very expensive. So, yeah. uh, BA, I bought it Yacht Club, which what Branson mentioned, cost a few yep. hundred thousand uh, USD. There are other ones famous like uh, CryptoPunks, uh, Beeple, which is that, um, that art project, which... I think something like a thousand days they put a pictures uh, oh, yeah, yeah, a thousand yeah. days of pictures into <laughs> one photo. Uh that sold for sixty-nine million dollars. And then there are twelve year olds making uh six figures selling NFT projects. Uh in Singapore, uh there's a prominent one, Irene Zhao, she's a influencer and she sold her NFTs for seven seven point five mil USD. Yeah, so overall the the industry and stuff, there's a lot of attention and hype. Um we hear stories of how many people have made Many, many millions of dollars overnight, basically. A get-rich-quick scheme, basically. But to be fair, there are a lot of people who lose a lot of money as well. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, guys, just, you know, take stuff with, with a grain of salt. There's always losers in a game. Um, so, sp- yeah. Speaking about losing money, right? fun fact. You know, you know Jack Dorsey, the, the yeah. CEO of Twitter? Twitter. Yeah. He, he sold his, I think, his first tweet. They made it to an NFT and they sold it for, I think, 2.9 million. US yeah. dollar for NFT of a tweet. And fun fact, when the guy tried to sell his uh resell that NFT, guess they have he received a top bid. Do we wanna guess how much the top bid was? Uh I would think it's quite valuable, no? no so lost money, yeah. Hundreds of thousands or millions? Millions. I think millions. Oh man, it's six 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 thousand eight hundred dollars. It's pretty sad. Dude, Damn. that guy is just like blown. <laughs> That's right, tough. so a lot of attention and hype. Uh, millions made overnight, but millions lost overnight also. Uh, if you are the guy who bought the Jack Dorsey NFT tweet, correct. <laughs> so, uh, what are NFTs? So they are non-fungible tokens. Uh, more or less means that it's unique and can't be replaced with anything else. But I don't know, you can just screenshot it. But I mean, maybe you don't own the underlying blockchain stuff. So it's, I think in essence, it's supposed to like replicate, a, for example, a one-of-a-kind trading card, right? You know, like you're very limited, uh, say. So Logan Paul, I think recently he bought this Pokemon card for 5.2 million. And it's, I think only like seven in the world. So the NFTs are supposed to be even more unique by having it as the uh, it's completely unique and it's only one of one, correct? Yeah. Uh, and I think most NFTs are part of the blockchain, especially Ethereum. So Ethereum is a cryptocurrency like Bitcoin or Dogecoin, but it's also a blockchain that supports these NFTs, which store like uh, extra information that makes them work differently from say an Ethereum coin. So I think uh. Besides Ethereum, there are other blockchains that uh, can host NFT projects like Solana or Cardano. But I think the most prominent one is Ethereum. Uh. And I think, in my opinion, the difference between all these uh, platforms, right, are the, perhaps the transaction speed, cost, and also like the you know, underlying smart contract functionalities of uh, the blockchain stuff. But I don't know when they talk about speed and cost, right? Like, for example, like the recently the other side minting, right, uh, the... One the part of the board ape thing, I think the mean cost and the gas fees, right, for uh, for that 
for the project itself, I think it was um, it ranged from two points. Uh, it could be up to like I think sixteen Ethereum, man. It's like super high. Eh. Like can, people, can a lot of people why, lost money. Yeah. Eh. Why lost is money it that, for example, if you buy a stock, and then the transaction fee is like a dollar, but like mm-hmm. the the gas fees for something so high, like I don't I don't understand that part. I have no. I mean, underlying okay. it's. <laughs> I think it's based on like demand and supply also. Like I think, uh, proof was uh blockchains that they have to be validators that validate your transactions something like that. But then, I don't know why that like, people like to talk about decentralization. I mean, this is quite controversial. That what I'm gonna say. Yeah, we, we, we will <laughs> like, invite an NFT expert. Yeah. <laughs> so people like decentralization, but then it's because of the decentralization, right? That your fees are so high, correct? I don't <laughs> think you will ever pay like few thousand dollars for a transaction on yeah. PayPal or Visa or Mastercard like that, yeah. correct? And then it takes some time. Like the other day, I I, I tried transferring Bitcoin from uh okay, so uh, I had I think at the time I had like five five dollar worth of Ethereum on one of my random wallets. Yeah. So I want, even though it's five dollar, I I want to transfer that five dollar to my other wallet which has the other uh cryptocurrencies there. You know how much it takes for me to transfer five dollars to that wallet? Twenty two dollars. What the shit? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even pay for the transfer. Damn. <laughs> wait, wait. So it, is it because there's not not enough people doing that specific thing? So because it's decentralized, it's just expensive, right? Yeah. You, so you're the only one doing that. It's a matching of... of demand and supply, right? Yeah. So if yeah. demand's too high, supply's too low. You have to pay too much. You have to pay a lot. Okay. In my opinion, yeah. But but. Uh, disclosure: We are not experts. <laughs> we are not experts, guys. Don't sue. Yeah, we, we can get our shit wrong. <laughs> so, Brandon, uh, are, are you uh familiar with, like, I watch Alex Becker videos. You know yep. Alex Becker, right? Uh, and then he keeps <laughs> shitting on Cardano. <laughs> I don't know. I, are I, I you aware of this? He he has something. Yeah. something something Cardano. He, he, yeah, but every, the thing every is, every funny video he would he like <laughs> you shit on it in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then it's funny because like Cardano stock, uh, the price is always like lower than Solana. Like Solana goes up, right? And then Cardano just like goes down. And like compared to the rest of the market, it's like an inverse. But I don't understand why. I I mean, yeah, just ask. I I I I think Cardano. Uh, I mean, people can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, they don't have much developer activity. They don't they don't roll out a lot of apps, like decentralized applications on their, uh, platform. Maybe that's why prices are a bit. Stagnant for Cardano, but I think nowadays everything just going down. <laughs> for for oh, crypto. okay, fair enough. <laughs> correct, correct, correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. uh, no disrespect to any Terra or Luna people, but uh, hope they're doing your well. Coin is, your coin is not. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but the coin do- is not doing well. But I hope you are coping or this is, you know. Yeah, I, I hope you are doing well. Yeah. Yeah, I you know, you know I there's there are a lot of suicide like notes on Twitter because of uh. And Reddit because of the whole Luna situation. It's quite, it's quite sad. Yeah, oh, there's okay. a lot of suicide notes. Like people lost their entire life savings. Damn, that's stuff bad. like that. Yeah. So don't don't don't, don't go all in sometimes. Like, just, just buy Google, guys. Yeah, Not financial advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. So NFTs, right, can be anything digital, like uh, drawings. I don't know, like toddler drawings can also be sold as NFTs. Like, you know, V friends. They yep. they look like toddler drawings, but it's both so much. Uh, music, uh, animation, in-game items, 
uh ownership deeds or even tweet uh, Jack Jack Dorsey's tweet. Um and where to buy them? Uh there are exchanges like OpenSea, uh Rarible. That I, I don't know, like these are more uh, centralized exchanges. So if if you are decentralized maxi maximalist, yep. you wouldn't want to go on these platforms. But I think these are okay. these are the webs these are the platforms where or most most uh, content and uh, uh, assets are correct, mm. and you need to connect a digital wallet. Wallet. So I think the most popular one is MetaMask. So if you do a quick Google, there there are guides on and, and YouTube video guides on how to set them up. It's, it's pretty easy, yeah. So, mm. what are the use cases of NFTs besides profile pictures and you know get, getting it stolen from you by people like Elon Musk? <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually. Uh, so number one use case art collectibles so I think it's like uh, most crypto art they get their value from verifying authenticity and ownership digitally so while anyone can like look at a crypto punk on the Ethereum blockchain or download or save the image right, we can't prove that we own the original but uh, if you own the underlying it shows in the wallet and it's yours lah. so when it comes to NFTs right, the value isn't necessarily attached uh, necessarily about the attached output. Sometimes it's more about proving ownership of uh, that particular asset. So any any thoughts about this? Like proving? Uh, I mean, it kind of makes sense. If you own mm-hmm. the Mona Lisa, I mean, nobody does, but if you do, like your your NFT or like the, right, it proves that you are the real owner, right? Yep. So I see that as a good thing for if you sell digital products. Right, if you sell, yes, yes. Uh, if you sell online courses, if you sell, I don't know, PDF templates or whatever it is, like you, you own that, you own that thing. So that kind of makes sense. I think it's like the, what's it called, the the NFT and the blockchain people are different, right? I think that the blockchain people who are, uh, doing it as like the ledger technology and then bringing mm-hmm. that into, for example, an industry like accounting, I think that totally makes sense because you are verifying the, right, so, but yep. then however, like NFT is like just okay, fair enough, you own the JPEG. <laughs> like, after that, I don't really think there's much utility other than flexing on people who don't really care as well. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I mean, I agree the whole with the whole, like, um, proving ownership stuff, but then, yeah. the thing is, right, uh, when somebody screenshot my shitty under pastel club NFT, <laughs> right, and then use it for themselves, then am I going to sue that guy? I don't even know who uh, that guy uh, is. Like, I'm gonna sue him digitally or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, correct. Like, if, if like, yeah, yeah. If, yeah. if if say I own a bot ape, right? Then like, final like, I put that picture on Twitter, uh, as my profile picture, and then like one thousands of people use it as their profile picture. Am I gonna like sue everyone? <laughs> uh, Especially if the project's yeah. like a, it's a art collectible. There's there's no other there's no other uh, functional or features to to it. Yep. Like you don't get anything else. For example, if you own like some some type of NFTs, right, they will give you like a. Airdrop from time to time to give you like additional stuff for free or you gain access to other stuff. But if it's just a profile picture, I right, like, I'm gonna do it. How am I gonna do? It? I'm gonna sue everybody, man. So you, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that's the that's the that's the problem I have with. <laughs> I think Elon also make a poke make a poke at this when he changed it to his uh change his profile picture to like a bunch of bot apes and say like Twitter not doesn't seem really fungible to me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Secondly, I think another use prominent use case is gaming. So this, I, I, I think this has a lot of potential. Gaming, 
correct? Uh, say when you own land in the sandbox kind of environment, like Decentraland or Sandbox, which are two, uh, I think one of the more popular like a uh, sandbox style kind of NFT game, mm-hmm. or Axie Infinity. I think most people will have heard of that game if you're in the NFT space. Like you own the axes that are uh, used to battle or you trade trade with like other other people so you can actually breed your your axes and then sell them or something like that. So actually uh, it's, it's something like a it looks like a Pokemon style kind of game. So okay, so it's a like, character. You're buying a character, is it? Yeah, something like that. So you use it to like fight and then like stats to it that makes it more valuable or something like that. Okay. I wanted to play Axie, but then the other time right, when I was I was I was trying to play it, I look at the uh, onboarding cost. Like you have to buy like some Axies to like you know be able to fight other people, uh-huh. and at the time each Axie was going for three hundred plus, and you need three to form a team. Then like whoa, do I want to play this game? To I need one thousand plus USD to play this game, but. Wait, wait. Are you so they they force you to buy a thousand bucks of? I think you have to pay to get the access to play, uh-huh. but I think there are some like within Axie Infinity and the community itself. There's this thing called scholarship, Axie scholarship program or something. So there will be actually like uh guilds in the game or something like that or uh whales are whales like normal whales. They they will actually like l- lend you the uh axes. And then for any readings that you have, right, you have yeah. to split it with the uh the, the owners who, who lent you the axis. So it's like a, it's more scalable, sort of scalable for the uh for the original owners. And I think if I'm not wrong, there's this thing called sleeping love potion in this game where it's like a reward or something that you you can use to I don't know, sell it in the market or something. It's a reward. Yeah, so I I think so it's wait, a so don't cool concept. Did you buy no, it? I didn't buy it. It's 1,000 plus USD. I, I don't think... <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> On hindsight... Uh, because I, I knew of the game for quite some time already, but then... I'm dragging and dragging and dragging because I like... Should I, should I really like you? Know, spend money on this game? Because I, I, I know like... You know, you know games in general, they're like cycles to it. Like every time a new game comes out, right? Yeah, then everybody yeah. goes to that platform, then this game is dead. Yep. So I'm, I'm quite worried about that. Especially this is a crypto space. Everything is moving so fast. Yeah, so that that's the hesitation, though. But uh, wait, then, then can't the, the the game developers right? Can't they just make unlimited amount of axes and just sell that? Mm, no, so I think they are they are like breathing breathing system in the game. So I I don't think I I I mean I don't know if they actually make the axes and sell them themselves. But from what I know, it's just like a, a marketplace. Yeah, where uh like. Axie owners can sell their stuff there. That they breed their 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 axes that they breed and they just put it in their marketplace to people for people to buy. Yeah, they're like teams based on that man, like dedicated esports teams that uh play Axie. Yeah. So there's this this uh streamer called Sequinox, uh Singaporean okay. streamer. He, I think he he's he's full time, like uh, how he earns his money for a living is by playing Axie Infinity. Yeah, he's a professional player. Yeah, and then I think in it, this this whole X Infinity thing is very popular in countries like Philippines, where they actually they earn a lot of money playing X Infinity. More like much more than what they can earn on their day job. So mm. I think NFTs also give an out avenue for people, especially gaming, to make a living. So it's not yeah. that bad after all. Yeah. 
Secondly, there's also like cross-platform play- playability. So NFTs right, give game develop- developers another way to expand their brand and create additional revenue stream, which is very good. Correct. Uh, especially since it's blockchain, right? People cannot like, you know, uh, pirate a game that easily. So this is a, it's a very good uh, incentive for people to continue playing, uh, especially if they like own games or character items uh, or characters like Axis in the game itself. So it is incentive to play and it allows for the uh, developers to continue earning along the way, the revenue source, a legitimized revenue source. And they're sustainable to some degree, unless the game dies, uh, like popularity just dies out. Yep. So uh, going back to the uh, the concept of like trading, NFTs will allow for an easier time doing that. Um, it can, because uh, you know, there's like very, very varying degree of rarity of these items, right? NFT owners won't have to really worry about scams as there's no middleman involved. Transactions happen instantly via the blockchain. Mm. So this opens up all kinds of possibilities like uh, including uh, purchasing weapons or equipments that has been tested by people who used it instead of like, you know, buying a new one. Like for example, uh, I don't know if this is the best example, but MapleStory. Yeah. I think most people from our generation will have played MapleStory. Like you can just buy stuff from the cash shop or something. Like and then there's different this uh, NFT type of games. Yeah. Mm. I, I really like the gaming element of uh, uh, NFTs. I think my friend, uh, he has, he bought like, uh, this is game, this is quite, quite a popular game in uh, NFTs. They call it GameFi. Uh, and this game is called uh, Big Time. So he he spent like $3,000 buying up uh, some capsule or something or land in Big Time. And I'm actually very interested to see how the game plays out. I'm, I'm going to ask him to like stream it to me when he gets the access. So I really, I really like gaming NFTs. Like as someone who used to game a lot, I, I really like the yeah. concept. Yeah, yeah, but not not like the screenshot screenshotting of profile pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but, still, but still, I bought the Undead Festo Cup. <laughs> nice. Okay, I think the third use case, right, is uh, music, music NFTs. So, like an image file or video, we can also attach like an audio to an NFT to create like a collectible piece of music. So, it's like a digital first edition of a recording. Attaching a song to an NFT is similar to a, an art, uh, correct? Uh, but I think what is good for music NFTs, right, is uh, it will really help the, the musicians earn more, in my opinion, like, Nowadays, um, uh, it, it, it helps with their royalties. So, they are like blockchain-based streaming platforms or blockchain royalty tracking. So, there's no, there's no go around that. It's smart, smart contract-based. It's immutable. So, uh, it really ensures that the, uh, the musicians get paid and that could be reduced middleman fee as well because there's essentially no middleman now. It's just a, it's just a blockchain. Correct. So I think it's another good avenue for to create income. So I think like so far like NFTs right, from what I see, it's really giving a an outlet for creators, content creators to get their share or like a bigger share of what they have as compared to uh what we have in the past or even today with all these middlemen involves a lot of uh privacy and stuff like that. But piracy, yeah. So it, it is a good space, I think. But uh, there's too much hype around it, and 
the whole scene is full of cash grabs now. <laughs> Correct. No. There's a lot of cash grabs, right? I mean, the Pro- NFT space. Projects space. come and go. Yeah. yeah. Projects come and go every day. So many scams. Number four, community building, uh, membership and loyalty programs. So I think uh, you, you pay to join a membership. Uh, it's like a proof. So you, if you own like a NFT, right, it's a proof that you're part of this club. Since they're like blockchain back, right, you can use like a, can be used for like digital tickets to events or club meetings or something like that. Or additional access to uh, new releases or stuff like that. Memberships in general. I think, I think, uh, will you consider the Bought It Yacht Club to be a, a membership? So I, I think uh, they, they help like parties and stuff on the Yacht that you have to own the the board eight right to join them or something like that. It, it, it it's it's called. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a cult, uh. It's not a. Membership. It is right. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, if you are not rich enough, like just don't be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's basically the cult. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, it's also meant for community development. Like you see, like um, today social media is very important. Users and fans are like spending more and more time online. So you know, like uh, I think this, I think this is very prominent to Logan Paul, people like Logan Paul and Gary V, hmm. with their with their NFT project. So I think uh, Gary V has his V friend. So if you if you buy a V friend, you're part of this community. And then one one of your, I think your friends like West went to a to a conference, right? For V V conference, what's it called again? V VCon. Vcon, uh, so it's, it's sort of like community, right? Then I think Logan Paul has his his new NFT project called Ninety Nine Originals or something like that. Yeah. So if you own one of the originals, you're like part of a community. You can talk to him or something like that. Yeah. So it's really like a, it it's community development NFTs. Yeah. So entries to like meet and greet, restricted access, merchandise, live events, or just like identify the diehard fans or something. You just prove that you're a diehard fan. On, on the influencer of the or the uh, say organization, so <sighs> would you ever buy one to be part of? I, I don't think so. I mean, I might change my mind, right? But at this point, mm-hmm. no, not really. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not worth the <laughs> not worth the money. Yeah, it's, not, it's not worth the time. It's um, yeah. You might you might say okay, you're gonna network with a lot of people. Yeah, fair mm-hmm. enough, right? I mean, you can technically do that without buying NFT as well. I feel. I don't know. Someone <laughs> changed my mind. I go buy it, right? I mean, I'm not close minded yeah. like that. But yeah. I mean, you bought your pastel club. Like, have you met anybody? No. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, you I like I mean? the art. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, bro, like, yeah. yeah but, but I know, like, in Singapore, right? Uh, there are, like, uh, meetup, meetups for, like, people who own oh, yeah, board yeah, apes, yeah. Or people who own, like, uh, what is this? Karafuru. This kind of, this kind of, uh, dedicated meetups just for owners of this. Yep. Correct. And then I think this is another, this this local influencer, I think she's called Tammy Tay. She had this uh, project called TTT DAO or something like that. And then uh, if you own the NFT, right, you can like mm. go for their meetups together. They just community-based, community-centric yep. kind of NFT. So they go there, they hang out, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily necessarily own an NFT just to meet people like you said uh, there are other, other means of doing that yeah <laughs> yeah I mean like if you really wanted to talk to someone you just reach out to them it's like 
Yeah, but I mean, it, it's good lah. If you want to make friends, I, I mean, it makes sense. Mm. Um, and you're paying admission fee, right? So you're qualifying, uh, qualified people technically. So yep. that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on to other like more practical real world use cases that I don't I don't think is very prominent yet. So number one is like it's a proof of ownership of real estate or IP or patents. So in a sense, you allow you to prove ownership of a piece of content, which is not possible with traditional IP right tools like uh, trademarks or copyright. So ownership of an IP can be distinguished, especially with, like, with timestamp, the entire history of the IP, and the NFT chain will be immutable, So, you, which means that the NFT owner right, can actually prove that they were the original creator of a piece of work at any point of time. So just, just show, show it to you. Same thing for patents. And it can also be used for uh, transfer land deeds. Provide uh, proof of ownership. I will keep track of changes in property value over time using timestamped NFTs. So uh, it can be... Okay, I, I think this is... Uh, what I'm going to say is a bit controversial now. But uh, NFTs, NFTs can be used in real estate to like simplify and speed up transactions. Enable smart contracts for properties. Like, for example, automatic payments. Or even create like uh, decentralized home rental services. All while protecting sensitive data like credit card details. So in the blockchain... Uh, it's immutable. It's uh, you cannot change it. Mm. So uh, the smart contract works. Uh, it's more automatic. But I think this is not really applied now. Still, it's a lot of potential. Uh, but I think now, remember the example I said. I need to transfer five dollar. You pay twenty two dollar. <laughs> so not 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 still not very uh feasible today. But I think it's coming up in the future. Yeah, medical records is another is another thing. So like the ledger can store like individuals' medical records without compromising confidentiality confidentiality or risking tampering from like external sources since NFT transactions are validated on multiple nodes before being added to the blockchain permanently ensuring that every record is accurate and uh, secure from malicious attempts at manipulation. So uh, actually uh, I did a module last semester at NUS about healthcare. So one of the, one of the, uh, I mean, one of the essays that I had to write, right, is about like a privacy stuff. So, after doing some research, I realized that it's actually the healthcare industry, a lot of people like want to uh, steal the data so they can sell to people or some of them like I, I have no idea why why we go into the the medical record and change people's medical records. So it's actually quite dangerous. So mm. especially if you give someone the wrong medical treatment or healthcare treatment, it potentially make people lose their lives. So this part of the NFT being healthcare medical records, NFTs being uh, immutable, means cannot be changed. Actually, I think it's pretty good for society, yeah. yeah, as a whole. So I think these are the three other um, practical real, real, real world use cases of NFTs. But nowadays, it's just, just, just a hype game. Uh. <laughs> so I think it will be really be good for the NF, the NFT whole NFT space to experience one true bear, ma- bear market <laughs> to to without all these cash grabs. Yeah, huh? you're gonna attract a lot of haters after this yeah, but but it is good for the entire scene if if you are someone who who as it all claims you love the space you love the tech you're here for the development then you want all these cash grabs to be gone right so like no real vc money can go to real projects that develop real things instead of cash grabs and scams so you hit me all you want but that's the truth it's the same for the dot-com bubble like uh, when all the all the you know the early two thousands, all the all the tech companies, yep. they got weed out like, So like, people like Amazon or that, they emerge stronger and and uh actually develop real real use cases that simplify uh 
businesses or people's uh, lives or or ease of doing things. Yep. Right. So I think same thing need to apply to the crypto and NFT space. There's too much arrogant people here. <laughs> correct. Correct. Yeah, no, I, like I you say like arrogant people are just the loudest. That's all. Right. Like yeah, you they, only hear of them if they are loud. Makes sense. See, see, like the whole of last year, right, 2021, I keep seeing tweets right on Twitter, like by the crypto NFT people. They, they keep saying like, have fun staying poor. <laughs> Oh, serious? <laughs> they say that. Yeah, they, they keep saying have fun staying poor. Oh, okay. Very toxic, uh, but uh, <laughs> but I, uh, I mean, you, I, I guys, have fun staying poor. You guys poor. liquidate your, your you guys sell your NFT, uh, You see how much, <laughs> see whether you can exit the position or not. Yeah. yeah, but most most people on social media or that you only see people who make the money. I mean, if you lose yeah. money, you couldn't go there and publicize that. I, I had fun staying poor. Lol. <laughs> 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 Okay, uh, I think we can move on to our thoughts on the pro and cons of uh, NFTs. So this this shows that we're not completely biased, correct? And I am not completely biased because I own an NFT. Uh, but we'll talk about that in uh, the next episode because I think we cover pretty pretty much a lot of content today. In general, what NFT is, what its, what its use cases are. So in the next episode, we'll talk about the pros and cons of NFTs and we conclude with our our thoughts about what NFT, <laughs> our thoughts on NFTs. So thank you so much, guys.